What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> We're back. Shout out to the Let's get it. Big Shirley, where you at, girl? In the chat room. How we doing? What do we need? Tell them good lies. We are back. We are back. We are back. Shout out to the confident, intelligent, and assertive men out there. The CIA. One love to the feminine, beautiful, inspirational ladies out there. The FBI. How we doing? Your godfather's back in the house, and the house is, of course, rather packed. Let's see what we got going on in the chat room before we get started. Remember, only thing we ask is to keep the engagement up over 50%. That's a like, that's a dislike. It doesn't really matter which one you hit, just as long as you hit something. Pay your admission on the way in. Pay your admission on the way in. We got roughly around 7,000 people in the house. We should have over 3,500 likes. Let's get it up. Let's get it up. Let's get it up. Let's get it up. So here's what we're going to do. Oh, where my man is? <clears throat> For those of you who don't know me, my name is Kevin Samuels. I'm a professional image consultant, and my job is to make sure you look good, smell great, 
and are the best version of yourself each and every day. Candle of the evening in front of Henry Bear. In front of Henry Bear, that is Cologne 17 from Le Labo. A great, think of a fresh breeze off the Mediterranean. It's musk, amber, sea notes. It's really good. Really, really good. Um, kind of when you want a little pick-me-up, that's a good fragrance. A little a good candle. And then, of course, the fragrance I'm wearing today, fragrance of the day, let's do something a little different. Let's put it on the camera. That's the fragrance of the day. 34 Boulevard, Saint, whatever, whatever. I can't pronounce. My French is terrible. But that's this joker right here. This smells straight up sexy. The Eau de Parfum is sexy. It comes in a candle. It comes in a room spray. It's actually in uh, Jean Grey, the new the whip. Uh, that's, the, that's the candle. That's the fragrance of the day. And oftentimes, I go ahead and put in a fragrance of the evening as well. Because um, I like to switch my fragrances up. One for the daytime, one for the nighttime. That is a great fragrance to wear to the office. It just smells like a man in a suit or a woman about her business. And of course, the fragrance of the evening, <laughs> this bad boy right here, Benjoin Bohem. You can only get this in the boutiques. Um, amber, warm, spicy, woody, balsamic, powdery, musky, patchouli. This stuff right here, I'm telling you right now, when it catches the wind in the evening, freaking forget about it. Fucking forget about it. This joker here, when it catches the wind in the evening, uh, you better make sure you keep the jewels on lock because she's going to come try to get some of that. All right. You got the key light on right here. A little bit little bit brighter. Um, let's see how we're doing. I um, want to make sure we got everything set up correctly. We don't need another overlay. So how's everybody doing tonight? Are we good? Did you have a good weekend? Um, I will say this. What a difference a month can make. A lot of things can change in 30 days. A lot of things can change in 30 days. It has been a hell of a last month. The ups, the downs, the highs, the lows. Um, I want to say a special shout out to... Uh, fellow content creator, uh, someone I consider to be a colleague and a friend, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews, um, he announced that um, he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, shocking. Uh, a lot of people in the communities were kind of set back, put on their heels. Um, but uh, as a cancer survivor myself, I was diagnosed with Hodgkin's at the age of 22, stage 3 Hodgkin's lymphoma. I had about a tumor about the size of my foot in my abdomen. Um, I have a really intimate understanding of how terrifying, how scary, how traumatic, but then how life-affirming um, recognizing your own mortality can be when most of the people that I went to school with were starting their life, I was looking down the barrel of possibly mine being over. Um, you know, and that was, you know, almost 30 years ago. 
uh, major surgery, eight rounds of chemotherapy. Thank God, still cancer-free to this day. But a lot of things have happened and changed in medical science. Um, so we wish that brother a speedy recovery. Um, and I will say this to my critics and detractors. As someone who's been through a lot in his life, um, I don't often talk about it. Um, I've spoken with many help groups. You know, it's not uncommon that when someone has, somebody is uh, diagnosed with cancer, uh, people in my friends or family often reach out and ask, you know, because I've been in these support groups and things. It helps to hear about it from somebody who's been there. Um, but when I say, man, life is about people and relationships, this is what I mean. Ladies, this is what I mean right here. You think it's going fine on Monday. And then on Wednesday, you can have a diagnosis to change everything. And all you have left, the things that matter the most, is not that damn project you're working on. Or this, or that, or this, or that, or whatever that was bothering you. It focuses you like a laser on the things that matter. People. Because you will be surprised at how many fair weather friends and people end up just going completely ghost on you. When you're when you're in, a, in going through something like that, because most people cannot handle it. It makes them think about their own mortality. And it is friends and family that helps sustain through the dark periods of life. That is why I'm such an advocate for women understanding and waking up and realizing, damn your PhD, PhD and everything else. You need a family, a support system, a man in your life to get you from here to there. And just like so many women seem to only be thinking about optimism, anything else. And then when I ask you, do you what, what kind of bills do you want to have to pay? This about retirement, that about this. And it seems like I'm being doom and gloom, but it's not doom and gloom. It's called being an adult and that's life. I don't say the stuff I say just for shock value. And if it shocks you, I want to shock you to do something that's going to prepare you for a better outcome when life happens because life happens to us all. <clears throat> Please get the likes up. So I reached out to the brother. We've had our conversation. I'm not going to make a video about it. And I wasn't in the comment section um, because, you know, I, I, there's some things that just can't be translated into words, but, We're going to be all right. He's a brother's going to be all right. All right. So. A lot has been made over the last 30, 60, 90 days about my tone, my tone, my tone. Seems like my critics and detractors, their biggest issue with me is my tone, which is, I think it's BS. I don't think most people have an issue. I don't think the tone. I don't think at the end of the day, modern women 
really care about the tone as much as they understand that the modern dating environment is not conducive to the outcomes that so many women say they want. Many women today will claim to not want these so-called high-value men. And that's for the sake of for people in the cheap seats who don't aren't around all the time. You Since you always get it wrong, high-value men is not just about money. Let's go over this again. I'm going to keep putting this out until you somebody gets it right. It's not just about money, but it does have some parameters. $10,000 a month in a city like Dallas, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Atlanta, or around $120,000 a year is the entry-level point to what's considered to be high value. You cannot be high value and homeless. I'm sorry. It just does not work that way. There's a socioeconomic context to it. It's number one. Number two. You need to have earned that money for about three to five years. That means you can you can have had the worst luck and then all of a sudden in a period of three years be high value. That's right. That's the beautiful thing about being a man. You get another bite of the apple if you're willing to do the work. High value men recognize him as already being a peer or a potential peer. This is important because you must have a network of high value men and others. You, you, you need to be doing something that's visible. I call it LinkedIn level, meaning you go on LinkedIn, you can kind of see what somebody's doing. Meaning being vice president of mergers and acquisition for um, Goldman Sachs is different than being an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur could mean something completely different, but the other people kind of know what it means at a glance. And then what I consider to be one of the most important pieces is utility. Useful to others and the group. Now, once a man achieves that high value status, you can lose it. You can lose it uh, if you don't pay attention to what the hell is going on. The other day, I dropped what I call dime on high value men. And go ahead and remove this real quick. I dropped what I call dime on high value men because oftentimes people ask me, well, Kevin, what, what what's the why do you need to be high value? You don't need to be high value. High value is just something to strive for. It is not a requirement or necessity for all men. At best, roughly 10% of men are going to fit into that category. And once you've achieved this high value status, you need to understand that you can also lose it. How can you lose it? Well, if you don't maintain some sort of discipline, Oftentimes we'll see guys who have reached a level and then lose it because of lacking some sort of discipline. You also must have integrity and maintain a level of integrity. There should be things that you should just not do because they don't fit with your morals and your ethics. So, getting to be high value from a topical standpoint is one thing, but maintaining it is a requirement of discipline, integrity, moral, and ethics. And these are more or less your North Star. See, now here's one thing I often hear people ask from men. Hey, man, what's the value of getting out here, becoming the best version of yourself, being so-called high value, when you can look at men like Elon Musk, who's leaving his baby mama, Jeff Bezos, the richest man in America, getting a divorce, Dr. Dre, um, and even Will Smith, I'm going to go into this in greater detail later this week. 
they finally came out talking about the open nature of their marriage and how Jada Pinkett Smith is learning to love Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. One of the truest ways to be to not understand what's going on out here and to be frustrated and angry with the modern dating environment is when men don't truly understand male nature and female nature. As someone like you, like most of you, who wasn't raised with a father in the household, it's something you may struggle with. I know I did. Until I learned to accept that women are all going to go left at some point. They're going to go left. Because even the best of women are still emotional. Across any race, across any spectrum, maybe some from different culture, maybe more or less, but at the end of the day, it is for me, for guys who want to get the best outcome out of life, for one thing I've had to accept is I have to be number one in my life because that's the, the best outcome for me and everything around me is when I put myself and my purpose first and everything else a distant third. That does not mean you that women aren't valuable to you. It's just women have a place. You cannot make a woman your North Star. You cannot make a woman your all because if you do that, that's too much pressure for them. Pressure's made for shoulders and not hips. Anybody who knows, who knew Will Smith in the 90s and Jada Pinkett in the 90s knew that she was in love with Tupac. Will Smith is probably one of the best versions of a man that you could be, but like it or not, he was not her first choice. And men like myself, men who know like I know, understand that, that by the time I get to a woman, she's already been imprinted on. So I don't get, my, I don't get too high or too low when it comes to women. I'm just kind of right here disappointment comes when you have expectations that don't meet reality. And depending upon the kind and caliber of woman you want, especially if you want a woman who is an adjustable six, eight, nine, or 10, unless you are getting her uh, right off the, right out of the oven, someone already has imprinted her. And she's coming to you. I don't care how certified pre-owned, She's still pre-owned. And the issue that so many modern men, and I was been, have been in this category myself, had, is you try to act as though you are the first driver. You're not. That's why it needs to stay about you, gentlemen. The best outcome for you and her is if you stay focused on you. You need more people around you to reinforce that because the world will tell you that you're being a misogynist. Uh, a chauvinist, such and so forth. But there is nothing worse than getting too involved in someone who wants to be along for the ride, but she doesn't want the necessary responsibility of it. And this is why I kind of get into this whole topic of the kind of men, the kind of women that high value men don't want. The kind of women that
I should not have to keep doing that. And I would rather people leave who can't hit the like button. If, if, if hitting the like button is so offensive to you, I wish we could lock the door on the way on your way out. High value men, ladies, like it or not, there are a certain segment of men who are higher value, but that does not mean that there are are segments of this stuff. I call them my Henry's, my high earners, not rich yet. Because to be high value doesn't mean you're rich. You're just a high earner. You're on the way to being a Henry. Shout out to Henry Bear. And whether you're blue collar or white collar, you're on your way to being a Henry. And if you're a younger guy, like between 18 and 24, you could be like in the hit squad on the verge of being a high earner. That means you're in that roughly that 70 to $85,000 range. All right. These men, ladies, believe it or not, they still want to date. They still want all this other stuff. They accept a lot of the facts. But what seems to be troubling with women today is not understanding that these men don't want certain kinds of women. They don't want certain kinds of women because look, like it or not, ladies, these men have had to make themselves valuable. They've had to make themselves valuable. Value did not come to them. They had to do something. And as such, they want a reward. They want a reward for their work. I need to ask, I need you ladies to ask yourself one thing. Are you a, are you an appropriate reward or prize for a man? Things are you such a prize. What kind of prize are you? I've asked this question of ladies. What do you have to offer a man that he wants that you haven't already given to another man? That's that's meant to make women focus on the fact that you've already given your best away to some other guy. And if you're still out here on the market, you're single, divorced, whatever, you can't still be asking brand new prices for that. You got to bring more. But the kind of the kind of women that high value men don't want. First and foremost, they fit into this category. Ladies, I am sorry this is going to hurt your feelings, but I need you to understand high value men do not want unfit women. Unfit. I'm not talking about thick. I'm not talking about voluptuous. They do not want unfit women. I have sat down with men over the last 12 months and conducted painstaking interviews one-on-one and in groups and across the board. Men of value want women that look good on their arm. And one of the primary motivating factors is ladies, you must be smaller than him. Why do you ladies all want a man who's six foot tall, earning six figures with a six pack, but then you think he wants a woman that's a dress size 14. No, ma'am. Absolutely not. These men want women who are fit. 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 And how are you fit? That means if she does not own a gym membership, if she's not on some sort of vegan, pescatarian, or plant-based diet, if she's not under, if she's not working out four to five times a week on her own, ladies. You simply don't qualify for long term. Understand what I'm saying. You don't qualify for long term. And when we talk about over here, we only talk about one outcome, marriage. We don't talk about hooking up, dealing with dating. We don't count engagements. We count marriages. 
if you are not fit, you got to get. You are not going to get a Blake Henry. You're not going to get an Ike or a Theo or a Blake Henry or Blue Henry being unfit. Not going to work. Why? Because, like it or not, ladies, pretty is more common than high value. You can have a beautiful face, but if the body doesn't match, doesn't matter. Not going to keep you. Number one. Number two, all those tattoos. High value men, as the norm, do not want a heavily adorned or tattooed woman. He wants you fit, feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive, natural. That means, shout out to my dog, Minister Jap. You got to be able to get in the water. Ladies, if you cannot get in the water, you are out of the game. So, gentlemen, my get, here's what I want you to start doing. Take a woman on a swim date. Take her on a swim date for the in the first. Take her on a swim date. You should then you'll be able to see everything you need to see. If she can't get in the water, if she can't get in the water, get the hell on. If she can't get in the water, get the hell on. Take her on a swim date. Many modern women today are terrified of water. It's like y'all are damn magwise. <laughs> Magwai can't get them wet. They'll make gremlins. Ladies, can you can you get in the water? If she can't get in the water, we get, you got no deal for her. I don't care if you can squeeze into that dress because you've been wearing a waist train and all that. Those are lies from the pit of hell and we rebuke them. I rebuke. No. Fit. So let me give you some parameters for fit. Five foot four, 120, 125 pounds. Muscle tone, collarbones, waist. I know women who are, who are that way and shapely and they're fit. There's no real negotiation here, ladies. And, and what sparked a lot of this was a conversation I had with a young sister uh, from, from Milwaukee. And she asked me, why can't, average, why can't average men accept big girls? We accepted them for being average. But far too often, even here in Atlanta, a lot of women will ask me, why can't I find a man on a certain level? And I'm looking at you and I'm like, well, have you, you're unfit. If you didn't get that way by working out, he is likely not going to keep you as a wife. Because when a man is looking for a woman long term, he is looking at the ability to her to maintain what she is. If you got there by BBL and Dr. Miami, lady, you're, you're there for a good time, not a long time. He has a budget dedicated towards you. And if it, it could probably be around anywhere from a thousand to fifteen thousand dollars. And once that money is spent, he's gonna go and get a new one. Let me tell you how these budgets work. Let's get raw. Let's get raw, ladies. How about you men have a budget when it comes to women? A lot of you women over here. Well, actually, you're probably over here. That's a cheap remote. This is ninety-nine dollars. A lot of you probably a lot of you want to be over here. Where you're the boutique exclusive, limited limited supply, high quality, highly sought after. That's what you want. Okay? And if you want this, you must at least be this. You must at least be this. 
That means you must at least be in stores like um, Neiman Marcus, Saks Fifth Avenue. You know, not every place carries Diptyque. Macy's don't carry Diptyque. Dillard's don't carry Diptyque. Nordstrom's don't carry Diptyque. Well, uh, some Nordstrom. Nordstrom's online, but most Nordstrom don't. You must at least be this to get a boutique exclusive kind of man. But generally he wants this. And this is in the Galleria, shops at Buckhead, you know, the high-end Beverly Hills. You know, most places don't even know these things exist. See, the kind of man you ladies want is this. You want a boutique exclusive kind of man, but you're not a boutique exclusive kind of woman. But notice how this, it's tall, it's slender. It's it, Look at it. Mm-hmm. Then you got this one over here. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <laughs> Smells good. Great. But still, both are quality. Adjustable six on up. Now, see, men will go for an adjustable six. They will even drop down to probably a six, depending upon the socioeconomic standards. But if you're going up into significant six figures, like 300,000 plus, you got to be at least this. You got to at least be an adjustable six, cute to pretty on the way up. But let's just say you're a bona fide five. You're a bona fide average. Eh, Apple Pencil. All right, pretty common. Mass produced. Nothing really special about this. It goes with this thing. Nothing really special. It makes your job easier, but it's not going to change your game. It's not going to change the world. It's not going to revolutionize anything. And I can still use my iPad with or without this. These two things change my outcomes. This actually impacts what is drawn to me and how I appear to other people. This just makes things easier. This, on the other hand, simple remote control. I can do. I can go get a remote control anywhere. Walmart, Target, Best Buy. I can download multiple apps to control that light. Don't really matter. Dime a dozen. This is below average usefulness. And and, and and if I and if the light is on or off, it didn't really change the production. It makes it it makes it light a little better. It's better with the light on than without it, but it's not gonna make a demonstrable difference. Just like having this pen, Apple Pencil is gonna make the iPad a little bit easier to use. These two things change the game. You want men over here who are game changers. And ladies, you over here are accessories. If you are not fit, natural, cooperative, and submissive, he has time to wait because what he is is drawing these things to him. Also this week, we're going to talk about how you ladies can actually start speaking and approaching men. Far too many of you ladies got it confused. You think high-value men are supposed to approach you. No, no, you better learn how to do what Scarlett O'Hara did and start dropping your handkerchief. The game has changed, ladies. Dating in 2021, the women who are aggressive and assertive in a feminine way become the wives. The women who are aggressive and assertive in a feminine way become the wives. 
The women who sit back thinking that their beauty is going to draw the right kind of men to them become the girlfriends. You'll get the trips. You'll get the fuck boys. You'll get all the fun until you hit 45 and then it is a wrap. You will have hot girls summer left and right because you still look good in your mid-30s, but you're attracting dudes who have the kind of money, but they got a 50-50 mindset. What did I say the rest of this year? I'm focused like a laser on women 33 and above because I'm seeing too many women who don't understand to get the kind of caliber because at that age, you're age appropriate. You're more age appropriate for the kind of man you're talking about. But the problem is you're more age appropriate, but you're not fit. You're not cooperative enough. And you've been alpha widowed. If you've been alpha widowed, meaning you've been imprinted on by a higher value man, an alpha man or something like that, a man in his area, but you didn't marry that guy. The next man realizes he is not going to be your first choice. Ladies, if you've been married or engaged, the next man understands he ain't your first choice. If you said yes to a man by having his baby or accepting his engagement, the next man realizes he ain't your first choice. And I'm talking about men who are doing stuff in the world, who are pragmatic. Understand, you're making the best deal out of what is remaining. And here's the thing, because he cannot get you first, he's going to make the best long-term deal he can because he is a smart man. Hey, what's going on, bro? Am I saying anything wrong, gentlemen? If I'm saying anything wrong, gentlemen, please correct me. I, I, gentlemen, am I saying anything wrong? Do we not know that we were not her first lover? So we can't have that. You know that woman has been married one out of four, but if she's a beautiful woman, she's been engaged at least once. And if she didn't get married, she said yes to the engagement. That means you are not her first choice. Every All these guys over here know it and say, well, what are you going to do? Well, that means you ladies have to come up with a better value proposition. So the fitness component, but let's move past the fitness component. Let me tell you what the other kind of women that these men don't want. You, oh, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. These men do not want women who are career women. They don't want career women. That's a deal breaker. Let me turn the music completely off because I need you ladies to understand these men, it's not that these men do not want college educated, smart, intelligent, business minded women. They don't want career women. How do I know this? Because when I talk to brothers like Dennis Spurley, when I talk to when I talk to when I talk to all these men that I've talked to, here's the thing. High value men make a job for their intendants. High value men employ their women or, or putting them in the position to work for them. And here's the problem. Far too many women want to remain working, doing her profession, her career, and still being with these men. They will not accept it because you will be putting your job ahead of the man. Not going to work.
Not going to work. Not going to work, ladies. Not going to work. Not going to work. See, there are a lot of women who are fit and attractive and keep themselves in good shape, but you're doing it and giving all the benefits to your job. The high value men that I know who are married or in serious committed relationships heading that direction have all employed their woman. All of them. We all think the same way. That means understand something, ladies. Well, well, Kevin, what do you mean he wants to employ me? Uh, well, I got to work. I got this. I got that. I got college debt. Come work for him. Do the job he has you to do. Let him worry about that. But see, herein lies the rub. Herein lies the rub, Anthony. You know what the problem is? Herein lies the rub. They are too scared to do it. Why are they too scared to do it? Well, one, because you weren't their first choice. <laughs> you weren't their first choice. You're asking a woman who has already been marked or, or, or been marked by another man who it didn't work out for her, and she's still probably, and this is why I like Stefan Labasse said what he talks about therapy. You must heal. Women who are attached to their jobs and have already been through these processes with men are usually hiding some sort of trauma. They're usually hiding some sort of trauma. Why? What did I say before? When things start going wrong with women in general, black women in particular, where's the first place they do is they run back to school. Meep, meep. They run back to school. And you, why? Because then the school gives them foundation where it used to be God and church. Used to be church and a husband would give them foundation. They go back to their big university. That university's books, their structure. They feel safe. Then they go find a bunch of other broken women who have been through traumas with them. And they find these damn trauma bonds on these college campuses with their PhDs and their masters and everything else. Why do you think you find these groups of women with masters or PhDs or bachelors, all these little professional women who all got the same story, look good, and so forth, all as terrified and as traumatic as everything else? Because one, most have never this have never dealt with the heartbreak. Most have never dealt with the heartbreak. Most most will tell you there's no way they're supposed to be single at this point in time. I look too good. I'm too smart. I'm too this, too that. Why am I by myself? Well, because you picked the wrong man along the way. Your your actual husband was in your friend zone more than likely than not. And how do you fix any of this? Well, you only fix it by recognizing that the guy you get with is going to be probably about 70 to 80 percent of what you thought you wanted. Because the guy that coming down the line already recognizes he wasn't your first choice. Well, this sounds pretty dismal now, don't it? This sounds pretty dismal, don't it? No, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. It sounds realistic because if two people can recognize I'm the best you're going to get. You're the best I'm going to get. Let's go ahead and do this. You can appreciate each other for where you are and get out of the game. But too many women today are working their jobs, these so-called careers, holding on, hoping that the grass is better on greener on the other side. And here's what a lot of them do. A lot of them do this shit. They'll be in a situation and because they intentionally wreck it, Homewreckers, remember that? They wreck the situation. 
and then they'll come up with a reason. Well, if it was meant to be, it would have worked out. Do you realize the kind of men you're talking about are busy? Men who are making the kind of money you're talking about have things to do. And far too many women who are in this category don't really understand that you are going to have to risk to get out of the game. It's not a matter of knowledge. Remember when I talked to that one sister, uh, the short haired sister, and, I, and when I talked about I was going to be focused on this for the end of the year? Because I see them too often. So you're career widows. You're either unfit, alpha widows, or career women. Unfit, alpha widows, or career women. Unfit strikes you out immediately. Alpha widows happens to us all. We all got our heart broken. Thing is, with men, we have to learn how to deal with it. But far too many women have never really sat down with a professional and worked it all out. They've never sat down with a professional and done the work. They've just they've immersed themselves into working out, not working out, immersed themselves into these careers. And then they've told themselves that when it was time for it to happen, the right man will come along, this, that, something, so forth. And I sit down and I talk to women every week. I talk to women every week who have similar issues. I don't know how not to be a career woman. The kind of man I want, I can see them. They want this, but I, and they're just too afraid. So what ends up happening? Ladies, the clock is ticking. If you're unfit, you must, you must, you just like a man, if you want to increase your value, a man has to increase his uh, income skills. You must get uh, higher income skills. Men understand that. Men realize that, you know what? I got to go away, go in monk mode. I got to go away, come back a year, three years, five years later and, and become out better. Men are willing to do that. You ladies aren't willing to do that. You're going to have to stop. Recognize that you are not getting the outcomes that you want. And it's not because it's not possible. It's because you have not healed. And when you are presented with opportunities, the first thing you do is you throw up these careers. Why is it, why, why are you saying this, Kevin? Well, think about how many women you know in Chicago, Houston, even in Atlanta, who will meet a man and this often happens. Well, I'm, I'm dating long distance. Well, why? Are you prepared to give up and move to him? Well, if we were married, well, how are you going to get to the part of being married? It's, it's logistics, ladies. And see, you will hear that women who have mothers or women who are already done this, they will tell you that I picked up and I moved to where my man was. Women who are willing to pick up and follow the follow the follow their man are women who are oriented in the right direction. Women who are too afraid to do that, you can't fight them. Ladies, you can't fight it yourself. You got to realize at some point, you're going to have to choose. You're going to have to choose. Either stay on the path you're on, 
that's leading to what? If you're unfit, where's that path leading to? It's leading to buy a dog and die alone or, or quote unquote settling. And then you're going to torture this man for not being the kind of man you want. If you're the alpha widow, you're always going to be trying to get, you're going to be, an, I want to use Will Smith as an example, but that Will Smith situation where you always going to be following behind Tupac. You cannot negotiate attraction, gentlemen. Either she's attracted or she isn't. But if you're dealing with a woman who's still pining over another man, leave. 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 That is a horrible position to be in. I've been in them. I've been in that situation before. It's a horrible position to be in. Or the third situation, which is eminently more workable. Two people who have both done the work. Two people who have both done the work and a woman who is doing what she needs to do to build her business, do her career, something so forth, blah, blah, but has the emotional availability, intentions and capability of deciding to move when the man shows himself. That's why I love my, I love brother Dennis Sperling's uh, story. Love it. Love it. He was reluctant to get my, my Facebook group the mix. He didn't need to. That brother's a successful attorney. He was out of here, moving to the DR, gone. And he finally decided to join just so he can keep me out because I was like, come on, join, man. And he did it as a favor to me. And then inside of a week, he met his Ivy League educated uh, now fiance. And like and like us, and, and I'm sitting back and I just watch and I see him. She's going to be doing what she got to do and going to be helping him in the practice. You look here on YouTube, the guys who are higher value who have relationships, you are almost guaranteed that their women work for them. See, none of these women are perfect. But what I would assume is these women have gotten over that fear. They've done the work and they have the ability and capacity to say, you know what? I lost my virginity to some guy earlier. He was likely on your level around because I attract men on that level. But I'm not still carrying, I'm not still his widow walking around. And I have not, I am not attached solely to my PhD, my dog, and my, my tombstone, my MBA, my cat, and my girls' trips. But maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. Now, this is a this is a this is a three-track conversation. The fitness component, I don't think many women are gonna want to argue that. The alpha widow component, you know whether you've been alpha widowed and whether you've done the work, ladies. If you're not sat down with a therapist and talked about it and got it out of your system, then you're probably still carrying around the ghost. The ghost of boyfriends or fiancés or, or, or guys past. That blockage stops a lot of shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about Jada and all. So I'm going to talk about that on Wednesday. I'm going to talk about Will and Jada on Wednesday, and we're going to talk about on Friday how to, how to, uh, 
how to attract high value men. Feminine women are going to have to become assertive and aggressive in order to be competitive for high value men. Here's the ladies I want to hear from. The ladies who got questions about this, because I know it's probably one of the questions I get asked the most often. I am here. He's there. I am this, 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 this. I went to the school. I got this. I got that. This is what I want. This is the guy I'm dealing with. But situation and what it gets right down to, I'm scared. If I was already married and he had, if I was already married and then I'd do all this other kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, how do you expect to get down that path? They're trying to save lives. Yeah, for having these conversations. Because unfortunately, in your 30s and in your late 20s, 30s, and 40s, you don't get to go into life brand new. Shout out to Minister Jap. We talked about there is no magic in an old chick. Look, man, you're, many women weren't even focused on being wives until they were 30. They were in their 20s for themselves. So everything that they were doing in their 20s, it was all about me, 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 me. Then when many of them decide they want to start getting married. Recording in progress. They have not developed any, they have not dated like women who wanted to be married. Let's get into this. I'm opening the call lines. Many modern women will tell you they did not start thinking about marriage. Just like that woman said, well, at 30 is the age. So you've been told from college to 30 is for you. They have not been dealing with men who were marriageable men. They've been dealing with the 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 baller, the shot caller, the this, the that, the the f boy, the fun. They weren't dealing with the regular normal guys, and it developed. Remember, this is what this is what that was. A, I'm not gonna mention her name, but the lady who made the video talk about why she doesn't match make anymore, talking about how women develop an appetite. You, you there's a certain type of man that women who are alpha widowed or professional have and like and i fit that archetype for a lot of women i represent an an avatar of that archetype some women like professional guys well guess what but if you're dealing with men who were not marriageable you were flying here doing this doing that doing this and then all of a sudden when you decide you want to get married or you want to get settled down that is a different relationship skill set and i am sorry Far too many successful, beautiful, attractive, adjustable six or higher professional, educated women do not, do not possess these skill set for long-term relationship. They may want the outcome, but there's a gap. Dating like a single, dealing with broken, broken issues and situationships, and then the rest of life. This is why we have so many women who are trying to get with these so-called high-value guys in their 30s. And how often do I tell them, well, you're still moving like you're a teenager. Well, ladies, this is how a man's most men's minds work. If I'm going to deal with a woman who's moving like she's still in her 20s, I might as well go get a woman still in her 20s who has less trauma miles on her. Tell me I'm wrong, fellas. Gentlemen. Guys in the in the category in the category I'm talking about. 
if you had a woman you were dealing with, and let's say she was 35, but she was still moving like she was 25, and you had a woman who was 25, equal looks, all things being equal, would you take the 10-year-old model or the 10-year-younger model? Most guys would say, I would take the 10-year-younger model because I don't have those, she doesn't have that drama going on with her. Uh-oh, I know I'm about to get scared in here. So I want to answer some questions because that's the best way to do this. I'm not saying that you ladies don't need to be educated. On the contrary, you need to be educated. Because to be a feminine asset to the kind of man most of you ladies are talking about, you're going to need to be able to be in these rooms and be comfortable with these folks. Okay? You're going to need to be able to move in a certain kind of way. You're going to need to be educated, well-spoken, all these other things. But you must, the, you must be able to put your man first. That's the problem with the career professional woman. She puts her career first because she's always in safety mode. She's always in survival mode because she's still in her mind, I got to do it. I got to do it. And if I don't do it, it don't get done. She can't let anybody else do it because at the end of the day, I will tell you, I've had far more women tell me I'm just not comfortable um, relying on somebody else. Okay. So in other words, you find the kind of man you want to deal with. He says, all right, I'm willing to do such and so forth. And you want to continue to do it. Yep. Now, if this is you, call in. If you fit any of these categories, you think this whole fitness component thing is outrageous, call in. If you think this whole alpha widow thing, call in. But really, if you're in that professional woman category, and you're too afraid to let go. I don't even call it too afraid to let go. If you're in that professional category and don't know how to do the balance. Yeah. So here we go. Here we go. You can be on the Zoom call and not have to be um, on YouTube. Let me turn on the interview link. Let me turn on the interview link. Money World. Let's play a little of that while we're getting ready. I got a little late start today, so I'm not going to do the whole Money World, but let's do part of it. I'm also going to put up a link on my page where if you want to be... Um, I'm going to put a, a tab up to where you can... Uh, choose the content or even a place to like request to be interviewed for the rest of the year i'm going to start actually picking people at random to kind of do a, a monologue kind of interview um going forward yeah man uh, you, you left 
no hay pa' emigrar Todo money, money, todo el dinero Solo un par de gente se lleva el putín entero Money, money, pasa verdadero Si tienen la verde siempre llegará primero Pero llegaremos antes o después Solo a lo suyo, que Dios te lo ve Que por más que tarde lo veré caer Somos malos buenos y te llevo Ya lo veré, lo vendo mi alma, lo lograré Seré el más grande, no olvidaré to hear us have the conversation how are you paulette i'm good thank how you how old are you i'm 20 seven and a half i go on 28 and october 5th okay so what uh what can i do for you what question do you have um i just i have got a second chance at okay. love again congratulations um, thank you i it's hard for me to still talk about but um i do have a daughter she's six Okay. And her father passed away in a motorcycle accident before she was born. Mm. So, you know, right. I took like two years of therapy and now I'm back on the dating scene. But I have found someone that I was knowing for three years and we just got into a relationship last month. Okay. And when you say about dating people on your level, my um daughter's father was actually above my level we met in college but his family already had a business in um home appraising they appraise homes uh -huh. so he was already up there in a family business but this guy that i'm with now he is um building towards that he's going to school for game design so um, wait a minute, your, your daughter's, your, your daughter's, your daughter's, um, dad mm -hmm. came from an established family. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Was that an issue for you guys? It wasn't. Okay. Um, they're still in my daughter's life. Okay. Um, so it wasn't, it was, we were engaged and then before we could even, I was planning a wedding before we could even get married. He was like taken away from me. Uh, so do you have a question that you were going to My ask? My question was with the guy that I'm seeing now. Uh -huh. um, he's a medical coder and I am also working in finance and accounting. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, we're kind of like on each other level. I just wanted like a tip on how to like build. Um, well, does he have any children? No, he doesn't have any children. Uh, how long? And you say he's a friend of yours? Uh, yes, we was friends for three years. So how'd you guys start dating? I'm being completely honest. We met mm. on Tinder. Okay. And, and then we kind of just went on dates and we both liked each other. Mm -hmm. I was still in the building phase from my daughter's father. So that's why it took so long for us to kind of get to where we are now. Just last year, you know, we just been talking every day nonstop and we just made it official 
this year. Okay. And hold on. So he knows he knows your backstory. Yes. And has he he's met your daughter? He has. All right. So if he already knows if he already knows all this stuff, mm-hmm. um, are you asking how to how to make sure you don't mess it up? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, um, what do you guys have? Do you, there needs to be some sort of unifying vision that you guys have. If you're going to work together because you have a daughter and you and that entire story is what it is. But what are you going to build with him? You say, what am I going to build with him? Yeah, does, like, he, does he want any children? Not at the moment. He count my daughter as his daughter. Okay, how old is he, though? He's 32, about to go on 33 in November. You do realize that there's a chance, that he, a very high chance he's going to want his own children when he gets to be in a financial position to handle it, right? Yes, and I don't mind that. And how do you, like how did you say you were again? Hmm? How did you say you were again? I'm 27 going on 28. All right. So he's stepping in to a daughter who lost a, a young girl who lost her father, uh, an active quote unquote grandparents who would have been in-laws and a woman who said she has a second chance to love. All right. Great. Sounds like he's putting on a major cape, which is cool. But where's how's he going to win in this? Meaning, what is he going to? What are you willing to give or do for him? Because okay. we already know what he's going to have to do for you. He's going to have to be your husband and be her stepfather. Absolutely. Okay. So where where are you giving to him? I feel like I'm giving to him everything because. This is like pretty much I see this as the end goal, him as the end goal. So everything I got, he's gonna he's gonna get it from me. What does that mean? That would mean like if he decides he wants kids, he's gonna get another kid. Like he's gonna get a kid. Right. If he wants uh let's just say marriage then that what happened which he did say he want um but you so want that too though right i do want that yes sir. see see what what this is where we as men we got to do our job i'm asking a woman what she's going to give to him and what i did as well mm-hmm. i didn't define what i required <laughs> i didn't re- i didn't define what i required i just wanted you to be attractive have a nice body, uh, sex, and be kind of cool. That's not enough, guys. <laughs> and when and, and and as men, we cannot be angry when women go off the rails because we don't have standards and boundaries and requirements. Meaning, uh, Miss Paulette, if I said, "All right." Let's just, I'm going to snap my fingers and I'm put myself in your man's position, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do everything he's going to do. And I'm saying, oh, here's what I require, though. I require, I'm going to require to have at least three home-cooked meals a week. I'm going to, 
I'm going now. We, we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. I want to require at least three home cooked meals a week. Um, I, I'm as far as the as far as your daughter, as far as your daughter, um, um, her father would never be, uh, um, uh, misplaced or whatever she can have a picture up and so forth blah 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 but i'm going to have to adopt her because i'm going to have to have legal rights there Uh uh-oh yes no (laughs) yes that's perfect all right all right all right then i'm going to have to be able to also i'm also going to have to be able to discipline as i see fit without having to get you to co-sign on that also um we're gonna have to have we're gonna have to have regular relations uh, let's see. Uh, I think that's four times, three to four times a week. Yeah, three to four times a week <laughs> consistently. Um, the, the most important thing is the child's going to have to have parameters. She's going to have to have bedtime of this, this, that, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And just put in things like that. And also, uh, right now I'm working, trying to get myself into a position. You're 27. Mm-hmm. But by the time I, I think I'll probably want a child by the time, uh, maybe a kid or two, uh, by the time I am 35. I'm also going to require you to get rid of your all your male friends, beta male orbiters on social media and all that other kind of stuff. I mean, you're not working in social media, are you? Um, honestly, I uh, have a Instagram, but that's only to like talk to you. So uh, uh, okay. I don't really have cool social media. But, but, but do you? But, but do you? But do you, snap, do you see? But do you, I get on Snap. But do like, you see what I'm saying? Do, do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. What I'm saying is we have to get better at giving parameters other than just saying be cool because Absolutely. there may be some things that you don't want to do or don't think that you should do. And I need to be able to tell you why they're important and then decide because here's the thing. In relationships, problems happen when expectations don't meet reality. And it doesn't sound like he has many expectations for you right now. Because if he did, you'd be able to tell me. The only expectation that he have is just that I give him peace, which I do. How do you do that? I'm just, um, I'm a great listener. I'm a writer. Um, I Mm -hmm. go to school for creative writing. So I'm a great listener. And pretty much all my time is devoted to really taking care of my daughter and reading books and making time to see him. So Making time to see him. Like so if it, something unexpected was to happen, mm-hmm, maybe uh-huh. at school with my daughter, I still factor time in to see him. Okay, here's the question I'm gonna have to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be hard. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. If he was your husband, who comes first? He's my husband. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. If, I'm sorry. If, he, if he's your husband, who comes first, your daughter or him? He definitely comes first. I was raised in a Catholic household, okay. um, changed my religion to Christian. And based off the Bible, your husband comes before your children. Well, cool. I'm just, I'm, so what I'm saying is in order to not, and I'm just trying to give you an idea of many of us don't, put down requirements. We don't have the conversations of what it is. I, I hear what you're saying, that you give him peace. Um, but I would say to understand what he really needs you to do. Uh, so there's clear communication. 
And if you're already doing it, great. But we weren't, see, here's the thing. We weren't taught how to, to, to have conversations about what we really need. We were, talk, we, were talk to, we were taught to speak in the language of what we want. And wants uh, and needs are two different things. Hold on. I'm going to get to Erica. Hold on just a second. Erica, unmute yourself. Unmute yourself. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. Um, have you been on here before? I've not, but we have talked before. Oh. And I prefer not to be on camera. Okay. Um, where do we speak? Um, I've booked a private session with you. Okay. I thought you looked familiar. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I've changed up a little bit since we talked, actually. Um, but my question on your topic is, how do we make ourselves an asset to these men? Um, okay. Like, if we get, you know, if we go on a date with them or they're attracted to us and they say something to us, how do we basically work ourselves into being an asset. Sometimes I wonder, am I crossing the line by asking them about business or um, just being intrusive? And well, let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you, let me ask, um, what do you do for a living? You're not on camera, so. Okay, I am a mental health professional a what? and a stylist. Okay, so have you ever had to interview for a job where you had to do some background Research or preparation? Yes. Then do that. Okay. See, oftentimes you ladies will come in and do this. I'll do whatever you need. Mm -hmm. I'll do whatever you need. Uh -huh. And then you want to ask all the questions right then when that's not how you go into a job interview. If you went to a job interview and you wanted to get the major account executive job for ABC company and they're in they're in telecommunications you sit there and talk about um, the job you talk about the company's competitors you talk about the marketplace you talk about some initiatives they have some of the product offerings and some of your thoughts on how you could help position the company to get the better outcomes that they want at their job level does that sound like somebody who's actually prepared and done some homework to see how they can actually hit the ground running yes do the same thing. Um, do the same thing. Do something like that. Instead of going to the job interview and saying, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. Okay. I agree with that. So, so um, where could you find this kind of information out? That's what, I, that's what my mind is cycling through now. And, um, LinkedIn? Okay. Where, I mean, were you like... Are you thinking about a specific man? Um, no, in men, men, uh, I would say Henry's that I've been running into, mm -hmm. um, just how to make myself an asset to them. Well, here's, here's and, the thing. And, here's something. Here's another thing. You ladies try to date too many men. You've said before that we should date multiple men. I said, we shouldn't have sex with said, a lot of men, but we I said should be many. dating. Okay. When I say there's, I say you should date, but too many. When you focus on a man that you want to become an asset to, 
It requires time. Would it not take a man who wants to get wants you to who wants to be an asset to you in your life? Would it not take time for him to get to know you? Yes. Well, then every every moment he spent giving with another woman is moment he could have been spending it with you, and your time is limited. Correct. Yes. Right. See, you guys have too much choice. So, yes, I said date many men. But once you're saying that I want to be an asset to one, the presumption is you've gone out, you recognize there's something here. All right. And you want him to pick you. Yeah, I don't I don't think you're trying to be an asset to everybody you're dating. No. So you got to pick. That's why when you say that, I said, I told you ladies to date many men, right? But you can't have it all. Eventually, you're going to have to put all your money on a number on the roulette wheel and let that motherfucker ride. <laughs> Y'all are terrified. Y'all are terrified to do that because, because you're afraid to bet wrong. Well, I, until hearing you, I hadn't even thought about these things. And so, okay. yes, I've had to make some hard turns. How old are you change. again? I didn't ask you that. Okay. I'm 31. Right. Um, which is kind of what I was saying in the monologue earlier. Modern women have been told, do you? And at 31, I, there's a fair case to be made that you should be married at least five years by now. Married. I agree. So, I agree. In order, so at 31, like I said earlier, if you're still dating like a woman, if you're still moving like a woman in her 20s from a mindset standpoint why should a man go over to skip over the 24 year old who's moving like a 24 year old to get the 31 year old who's moving like a 24 year old and what i just gave you was the answer but you got to invest in a man you got to put him as a priority i am willing to and i i okay i have when, to be comfortable um with that that time period and just letting him unravel what it is that he needs to tell me while also like you said being creative with no 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 not your comfort no i don't mean my comfort like i have to just i have to listen to him as he's talking he'll tell me some of the things that he needs that's when you that's when you see i think you're missing the point that's when you guys are in person the research you do is uh, away from him. I said that too. I, I will no. definitely be doing. No, what you said is I have to get comfortable letting him unravel or whatever. What does that mean? I said in addition to the research that I do, but as as we spend time together, if we just if I just listen to him. He'll tell give, me about his day to day. No, that's, no, that's what that's what I think. No, you don't. Okay. No, absolutely. Right. You don't get more time. See, I need you to understand what I'm about to say. The way you're okay. speaking is as though you as though you that you just won. No, you don't get more time. You get a date. 
You want date okay. two? Earn date two. Gentlemen, I have been guilty of this too. Do not give a woman, do not give to anybody based upon your level of attraction or interest. Do or give based upon their level of investment. If she gives one, you give one. She gives two, you give two. You don't give, you making women not earn your time is a great way to get stuck in the friend zone or losing attraction. Human beings want to earn. Women want to earn. And what you're talking about, ma'am, is, well, I just need to, over time, I'll learn. How can you get that if you haven't earned his time? you got to earn his dates. Okay. See the difference? And you earn his dates by, okay, you're on date one. How do you get to date two? You have to be FBI. <laughs> Smile, be nice, show affection. You've had date Listen. one. You've had date one, okay? We've gone out on date one. We've gone out to Ruth Chris. We had a great time. That means, and that means if date two was a possible, how do you get more of my time? How do you get me to even ask you out on date two? And that's what I'm showing you. You're presuming that date two is up to you. Do you not, do you not know how to get there? Or is it you really just thought that he's going to ask me out again? So I just sit back, wait for him to ask me out. And what I need you guys to understand is the level of entitlement of so many women today. And we've done a part of this. We we gave too much power. No, you don't. You got one date. Okay. Why should the man that you're interested in want to take you out again? What do you, how do you earn that second date? Or do you feel like you should be earning dates at all? I've had a mind shift and yes, you have to earn these dates and I'm well, learning this. Well, and then how do you earn them? If you see, and what I'm trying to get you to understand is your, your, the way you're set up is guy takes you out for a date. He's paying for that. Then he's going to give you his non-sexual time and attention, which is valuable to us to give you more Intel to get the benefit of going to spend more time, effort and money on you. And then in that time, effort, and money, you're going to then at that point sit back and listen to him and then figure out how to get more time, effort, and attention? Absolutely French toast not. You wouldn't go after a job you wanted like that. You would do your research after the date was over. Oh, I thank you. It was such a great date. I would love to see you again. Da -da 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 -da. You ladies going to have to. This is why Friday I'm going to have to show up. Oh, Friday, yeah. Friday is going to be the, the, the make or break for modern women because far too many of you ladies are lazy, entitled when it comes to dating. And this is why you end up, not you, lady, not, not you, but so many of you end up with nothing. You don't know how to earn your way, especially the more attractive of you because you're just so used to the world kissing your ass. And then you realize that you're cute and pretty is nice, but you got to earn this stuff. So I, I fully agree with you. Um, 
how do we make that connection? Okay. I'm, I'm well, never to... mind. Let me, I don't even want to ask yeah, that. Yeah, I've already answered that several times. So I'm going to answer somebody else's question. Okay. Hold on. Thank you. No, no problem. Bye-bye. Hello, uh, Asia. Okay. Um, you can unmute yourself. Asia, Asia, I can't pronounce these names. Hello. 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 Yes, how to pronounce your name? D A M what? Oh, Damayanti. Oh my God, I got in this first yeah. time. Okay. How are you? I'm I, I'm 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 good. <laughs> oh my how God. How old so are you? I I'm 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 beyond a danger zone. <laughs> Okay, so, how old are you? I am 41. All right, what's the question you have for me? Okay, the question is, wait, what's today's topic? It says what high value men... High, Sorry, value, I, men don't want, just, high like, value men don't want these kinds of women. Oh, high value men do not want... Well, what's your, what's your question? Because you, you called in for a reason, so what is it? Uh, okay. Um, mm -hmm. I, I called in because... Um, Okay, I I'm I know okay. I'm beyond a danger zone. That's fine. Because I'm just calm fast. down. You're okay. Just <laughs> calm down. Breathe and just why'd you call? Yeah, I I just found you not too long ago, like a few weeks ago. Some bit because I'm back on a dating scene. Okay. And I know it's different than it was when I was on my quote unquote do you a game, want, right? Do you want to? Are you dating? Yes. So what, do you want to be married? Yes. Have you been previously married? Yes, I've been married twice already. Okay. Um, and how long have you been uh, single, unmarried, divorced? Five years. Okay. Uh, and in the last five years, when did you finally decide to get back out and start dating? After I worked on myself. Okay. So how long in the last five years? Uh, within the last two years. Okay. All right. Any children? Yes. Two. Okay. So if you've been dating, how's it going? It's tough. It's tough. Why? It's different than it when. Okay, I'm going to be honest. At 41, I know. I'm doing my best, ma'am, to try, but you got to be able to talk. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, it's hard because when I talk to my single girlfriend, but I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not a girl. I know. And I'm, and okay. It, okay. How old is your oldest child? He's in college. He is how eighteen. Did, how old is your youngest? His. She's five. Five. Yes. All right. There's the issue. Right. When you say it's tough, what do you mean it's tough? Are you are you looking for? A, if you're looking to get remarried, you're looking for a stepfather. Uh. That's what it would be. That's what it would be. It should be. Yes, I agree. That's what, if you marry again, it'll be a stepfather. 
Yes. All right. So a 41 with an 18 year old and a five year old. And I'm, I'm assuming you're nervous, but you should know more about the, the unless you've not dated a lot. Let's ask that question. At what age were you when you first got married? 21. How long did that marriage last? Few years. I don't know what that means. A couple of years. Few is Three. a couple. Three. Thank yes. you. Three <laughs> years. And then how old were you got married the second time? 35. 35. Mm-hmm. And you were married for what, a year? Yeah. All right. So there are the disconnects. 21. You got married for a few years, then you were you were single for almost 13, 12, 13 years. Then you got married for a year. Okay. What's the disconnect? Because when you say it's hard, I was thinking I'm going to hear a woman who'd been married for a long time and been out the dating market. You've been single for most of your life. Yes. Well, I was, I, my focus was on my child and work. What do you do? I had different businesses. Oh God! Why are y'all so cryptic? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Jesus I Christ! I can't help. Okay, if you're not going to st- tell me what the I, hell's going on, I can't really help you. I mean, you know. I know, I know, I know. I no, mean, I, I this is how you are on a dating market. Shit, looks ain't going to get you that far. Yep. What's up? I mean, you're 41 years old. Talk. Um. I own a, a medical spa. Okay. Before. All right. And so you were married for a couple of years. You're married for a year. Yeah. Who filed for divorce in your last marriage? He did. Why? Uh, why did, uh, because he cheated on me. He, fi- he filed for divorce because he cheated on you? Yes. Okay. Who filed for divorce in your first marriage? I that was so long ago. I think I did. All right. So here's here's let me tell you, here's something, ladies. I'm telling to the audience. Ladies, if you yeah. cannot, if you can ladies, if you cannot adequately explain your previous marital and dating relational history, stay off the dating scene. Yeah. Okay. Because this is I'm asking you just basic questions, man. Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I'm just trying to, because I'm sensing deception. And when you can't basically answer simple questions about who filed, what this is, what is, and you want to get married at 41 with a five-year-old? Yep. He, you say your ex your ex cheated on you, and he, yes. and he wanted to divorce you. That's uncommon for a man to well, cheat and then file for divorce. Yeah. I try to work it out, get counseling and all okay. that, but um, it, it took him. Boy. He, 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 it's hmm. more than one. It's another one. Then the girl's coming at me on Instagram and so on. And this is a 41 year old, ma- ma'am, ma'am. Yeah. Are you still in counseling or therapy? Are you still in counseling? No, you no. need to be. In my personal okay. opinion, you need to be because you can't communicate. I know. I know. I'm actually I'm taking a course on communication right now. 
Okay. Yes. Okay, but in order to get with a deal with a man, you got to be able to communicate. So. Okay. I don't think the questions I've asked you have been that hard. I apologize. I. I That's okay. But I'm saying what I'm. Okay, doesn't matter. You're here now. I've, I've okay. done my best to solve it down. You, and this is what okay. I mean. At 41, we need see. Here's the here's the issue, and why I keep focusing on this. There's an emotional age and there's a chronological age. And oftentimes, when people ask, "Why don't you date women around your age range?" Well, mm-hmm. if you're not going to be moving in a more mature way, you might as well get a younger woman if you're going to be dealing with a, a different uh, emotional maturity level. You're going to have to talk about what's going on in your head. Unless you just want to be treated like a sex object, which is cool. Have a bunch of sex. But nobody's going to sit up here and and listen to a woman who can't um, explain what's going on about anything. Understood. Oh, well. Um, All the best. I hope you... uh, yeah sitting down with somebody to learn how to get what's in your mind out because communication is critical between men and women i understand thank you where, one question where's her father huh where's the, the father? father uh-huh the child's father oh my child um with him she's with him they live yeah she he has custody yes so he divorced you because he was cheating and he has custody yes Yeah, there's a whole lot going on in that story right there. Yeah. All right. No, thank you. See, when my spidey senses are tingling like that, let's go back to the poll. The poll said, do you think women have done the work in therapy? 91% of the respondents out of 7,000 votes in the poll says no. 91% of people say women have not done the work in therapy. So how are you ladies expecting to get a different outcome? Now that woman, how are you expecting to get a different outcome? If at 40 years old, you're still emotionally, and I'm telling you, this is far more the norm with, this is why I said I'm going to be focusing like a laser on women in their mid thirties and up. This is not uncommon. Not knowing how to speak, not wanting to talk. Hello. Hi, Kevin. I would like not to be on video, please. How old are you? I'm 27. All right. What What do you got for me? So um, I am completely in agreement with uh, everything that you said this evening. I just wanted to um, get your opinion on something with um, relation to the women who want relationships that are um, PhDs, masters, and so have you. Um, I remember it was several episodes ago, you said something along the fact, and I also, when you spoke on this, I realized, I was like, wow, that is true with my own personal experience, that- um, Turn it down, turn it down. We're gonna need you guys to hit the super, hold on, hit the super chat button, folks. We only have two people that have super chatted anything in the last few minutes. We have almost 20,000 folks in there. There are at least 60 of you in here that are new. Put a dollar in there. Make this make, make it simpler, man, please. 
Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking to me. Sorry. Well, I got. Um, I have to keep the show moving. You're just kind of talking. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. So I was just wondering that, like, um, I noticed that you know when I was in law question. school that like question. a lot of the non-black question. women question were what's the able question to um, what's the get question? married while what's still having question? their careers. What's the question? I'm sorry. What's the question? No. So I yeah, that's what I said. So why do you think that black women have such a problem getting married with while having careers, but like. Stop. Stop, 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 stop. That's part of the reason. You talk too much. Men are simple. You're a lawyer? You're an attorney? Yes, sir. All right. Save all that shit for the courtroom. The question, why are black professional women having such a hard time getting married and maintaining careers? That only took five seconds. You've been talking for... We don't like all that. Right. That's number one, because okay. you can't turn off trying to impress and be the lawyer and all this other stuff in between your relationship. You're an attorney in the world. Right. In this relationship, you're my chick. Gotcha. And I'm saying the nice way. Sorry, Kevin, you just went out. I, I, I didn't go I out. Oh, sorry. I didn't hear you. You're, you're in, when was the last time you were in a relationship? Are you talking about you or are you talking about black women in general? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually married. I was just wondering, like, my fellow colleagues that are black female professionals, I was wondering, like, when we got through school, I could, I saw so many of my white female colleagues getting married. But well, did they, I, hold on, hold on. Let's start with your female black colleagues. How many of them or five foot four, dress size four, 120 pounds or less? Um, they were all variations. I mean, that would be- How many, what percentage of them were five foot, were fit? Five foot right. four, dress size four. See, this is another reason right here. You cannot answer direct questions. When you start doing that, that's trying to deflect, obfuscate or bullshit. Right. Counselor, please answer the questions directly if you want me to answer. Okay. Um, I'd say a good fair percentage. I mean, I'd say, I'd say a fair percentage. I mean, I don't want What is a freaking fair percentage? Um, I mean, at least 50%, Kevin, I would say. To my critics and detractors, understand, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm speaking to an attorney and I'm just asking her to be precise. A fair right, percentage. A fair percentage. Okay, you're making me work too goddamn hard to answer your question. Fifty percent of your colleagues were fit, five foot four, dress size four hundred twenty pounds. Is that what you're saying? Yes or well, no? Yes or no? I mean, if, yes yeah, or no? Yeah, I'd say so. Yes. Okay, and what percentage of those fit women were childless? Um, I'm sorry, Kevin, you're, you kind of got me on the spot here. Uh, I'd say most like a good, the majority of them did have kids. Did or did not? Did. Did have children. Okay. That's your fucking problem. Right. Why would it, see, it's not brain, it's not brain science or rocket surgery. Okay. I got it. Feminine, friendly, cooperative, submissive, childless. 
Gotcha. Okay. So, so why do you have why that. do you have why do you have unmarried black women in law school who are baby mamas? Right. No, I'm asking yeah. you why. Um, because those are the decisions that they chose to make with their life. That's bullshit. Because women like you won't call it out. Because women like you won't call out because Becky would not allow Hannah to show up in law school would be pregnant and unmarried. They'd say, oh my God, aren't you? You're pregnant? I thought you were divorced. You're pregnant? I didn't know you got married. They would be right. snarky and shit, but y'all sit around, well, what's the choice they chose to make? You guys enable this fuck shit. No, yes, Kevin, and that's why I... I know, I know, Kevin, we do. Blah, 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 blah. I hold you ladies responsible. Absolutely. And I, I'm using this as a moment of accountability. And that's why I was asking you, like, what do you think that prong is that I'm missing here that I'm maybe not doing my part? That's why I was just calling to see, you know, I know you all. Okay, the, the, part, the part is the part, the part, the part. The work with one another. Well, the part so is one y'all talk to goddamn much. Right. How long you been married? A year. Oof. Mm. I'm 27. Yeah, so a year we've been together for five. Six, I'm sorry. How old is he? He's 35. He's actually... Uh, okay, learn. Uh, talk half as much. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not joking, man. I am dead ass serious. This is exhausting yeah. to me. Talk half as much. I agree. Think about what's going to come out of your mouth. Use the simplest words and talk like you're speaking to a four-year-old or a cocker spaniel. Save all the the eloquence for the fucking Supreme Court or your sorority meetings. We don't care. Okay. And then your friends who don't have a man, you tell them they should have married the dude they decide to have a kid for. Because okay. there is no way that 54% of black men were single and childless, 61% of the middle class, especially a black man who goes to law school, should have to come out and be a step goddamn daddy. He should not be attorney step daddy. He deserves to have a chance at building his own family like Brad, Lee, Ahmed, and Enrique. Keith doesn't deserve to come out here and have a pre-made family with a dude that's below him. Right. Because tell me, the women who had children, please tell me they all had children with men who were on their level or higher. Please tell me. Please tell me that all those baby mamas in law school had, had babies by attorneys or physicians or engineers or high-level entrepreneurs or, or something. They, all these men were just top 10% men. They had to be. Every last yeah, one of them yeah. had to be. No? Wait, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? You just went out, Kevin. You just I didn't go out. Oh, Jesus Christ. The children, oh. you, the children of the, the, the women you went to law school with, the baby mamas. Uh-huh. Uh Please tell me that all of their baby daddies were at least on the law school, at least on their level. They were all attorneys, the men, the baby daddies. They were neurosurgeons and cardiologists and engineers. No, they weren't. Thank you. Yeah, no, they weren't. This is why in our community, we got to understand, you don't get to go out and become... A baby mama. See, a lot of women think they, I'll go have a kid and I'll go to law school or I'll go get a degree. It'll make me more valuable. No, no, no. That kid right there is your value. It reduced your SMV. You're just an attorney. We're looking at your baby daddy. We're looking at your baby daddy and saying, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. 
So think about this. You got unmarried in law school, hundreds of thousands of dollars in student loan debt, kid, baby daddy is beneath where she is. And then Keith, Daryl got to come in here and be in this situation. Hell, French toast, no. Uh, Maya, you got to get on the camera or you can't be on. All right, we got room for a few more people before. I got room for a few more calls. Get on the camera or I'm going to boot you going. Nope. And why Why was I so direct? Um, let me say this. I love intelligent women. I love educated women. But men are simple. We communicate simply. Ladies, stop talking to us like we're your girlfriends. I'm going to say this in the nicest way possible. Okay? The nicest way possible. Stop talking! Stop talking at us. When y'all talk to us this way, it makes men just, it's like you're talking down to us. Like we're down here. Let me give you all these classical words and pejorative and blah, 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 onomatopoeia and freaking schnickum. I'm like, God damn it. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Give me, let me give you an example of what far too many of our educated women try to do. Let me give you an example of over-communication. You ready? <clears throat> I want anyone in the chat room to answer what I'm about to describe. You ready? Three. Two, one. Denizens of the deep, that finny tribe. Denizens of the deep, that finny tribe. What did I just describe? Uh, pull out the entire... Denizens of the deep that Finney tried. I just described what us country folk call a school of fish. Denizens of the deep that Finney tried. A school of fish. One of the most effective things I learned as a salesperson is the kiss principle. Keep it simple, stupid. One of the worst things we can do if you're trying to sell to someone or present to someone is to speak over them or through them or around them. You insult your audience. Denizens of the deep, that finny tribe. Or, hey man, a school of fish. And the ability to take a complex subject and make it simple and relatable is a true Skill. So I want you ladies to get out and impress. Art, be an oratorical savant. Get before the Supreme Court and use what, what was that sword in Kill Bill? Uh, Hanzo. Yeah, use your Hanzo tongue and but when you come home, sex, sandwich, 
silence. So I'm going to say it again. Black men, in my opinion, I've often said this. You know how our Irish brothers are well represented in the police force and our Italian brothers are well represented in a fire department. And um, I would I think it will be incredible to see black men well represented in the world of professional sales, business to business sales. And if you don't want to go white collar route, uh, trucking and, and logistics. We would dominate some shit. Business to business, preferable over business to consumer. If you are, if you're on the side of money, revenue generation, you will always be useful. Or in logistics, you will always have a job. Go ahead, um, Bang Yang. Not the Bang Yang, the Bang Yang. Oh 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 oh, fuck no, not the Bang Yang, the Bang Yang. Oh oh. So. That's just my personal opinion. Take it for what it is. She just clicked herself off. I asked her to come on. She clicked herself off. So, so one thing I'm going to say is we're going to talk about Will and Jada on Friday, on Wednesday, and talk about why being, why being a high-value man just don't seem to be enough for, for, modern, for modern women. For some modern women, and I, I'm... I'm Kind of going to touch that line because you got Bill. I mean, you got Bill Gates and his wife. Wasn't good enough. Elon had to get rid of. Then you see Will and Jada and Dr. Dre. Okay. And women are like, I'd rather have half of his money than whatever. And it's sad that anyway. But that's going to be a hard broadcast. But Wednesday, but Friday, I wanna, I'm going to talk to the women who are saying, all right, Kevin, I get it. Um, I'm attractive. I got my shit together. Uh, but I, I'm tr- I can't seem to link up with these men. And I'm going to say it again. The women who are aggressive and assertive while remaining feminine, learning how to drop your figurative handkerchief, you're the ladies that are going to win. Because far too many of our, far too many women in general, and I'm going to say this right here, black women in particular, especially in the adjustable sixes and higher, you're so used to being told you're queens, divas, goddess, sea moss, gold, da 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 You're so used to winning. You don't know how to approach the kind of men that you're interested in. And you don't know how to keep them. So we're going to talk about how to approach. We're going to talk about how the kind of men that you say you want want to be approached and how they want you to move. And a lot of it's going to be in conquering your, if you don't, if you haven't conquered your fears, if you're still fear, scarcity, lack, anxious, paranoid, scary, if you're still worried and always playing against the the middle and the stress and this and that, you might as well get out of the game. Ladies, gentlemen, understand this well. The world does not owe you or me understanding. Whatever your French toast problems are, hey, pal, they're your own. You're going to have to get it together. 
The kind of men you want, want women who are feminine assets, who have time to put their, their man first. Ready, Janine? Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, are you on YouTube or something? No, I'm on my laptop. Okay. Um, well, let's just focus on our kind. How old are you? I'm 27. All right. So what question do you have or comment? Um, well, my comment is, um, if you're saying, you know, the danger zone and to get a high value man at this time, um, mm -hmm. how could we, how could I juggle it with getting a high value man back that, um, I felt like I lost because I wasn't, ah. um, in therapy. I wasn't, okay. um, I wasn't ready and he called uh, it out. He said I needed to get therapy and I really want him. Okay. You know what? I am glad you asked this question. How to fix it. Okay. Well, first off, you've already done step one, acknowledging that there is a problem. Acknowledging that you found somebody that could be in the area and let's just say it nicely, you might have screwed it up, right? Yeah. How to yes. get it back? Uh, well, is the person still single and available? Yes. Okay. Approximately how long ago did you guys end your interaction? A year ago, but he doesn't live in the same state as me. Okay. A year ago? All right. And he ended it by saying, it was ended, he said that you need to yeah. get your, your stuff together. Yeah, he said, literally, I need to get therapy. Have you so. done that? Yes, I've been in therapy from that time. So yes, All right. I'm, I'm All still right. in therapy. All right. And have you learned anything in therapy that would have made a difference in the relationship you had? Yes, that I have to go from what I see right now. Um, I can't go off of what I've done in the past and I shouldn't mm -hmm. bring it up because mm -hmm. he doesn't know about that either. And it was always, I, I felt like I was giving him too much information where he would be like, I don't care. I don't want to mm -hmm. talk about that. And I was mm -hmm. like thinking he was mean, but I should never brought those things up because it didn't matter. Okay. And, so uh, it, he didn't so do anything hold on, to hold me. On, hold on, hold on. Making men in your present pay for mistakes of your past equals no future. That's what she's saying. Number one, number two, when men are ready to, to move forward, they really don't care about all that stuff. They just want to know, is it a problem? So uh, when was the last time you've spoken to this man since your breakup? 
Um, I haven't just over a year since that time, but it's Mm -hmm. since all that has passed. Um, and I felt like I lost him. I I moved on and Uh I got married, but I don't want to be with you. Got married? Yeah. You're currently married? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Mm -mm. Oh, you gotta be kidding me, ma'am. You trolling me? No, I'm not. You, you broke know, up. I, this guy called it out, and instead of and you said you wouldn't gotten therapy, yeah. and you're married, and you're actually you're actively on a platform with a million folks, actively talking about leaving your husband to get back with your ex. Because he's high value, and I felt like. Go ahead. Yeah, he's high value. And with um, even with watching you, it's kind of taboo. My husband is 25 years older than me. And so I would want to be with this other high value man because he's only about 15 years older than me. So. And what does your husband do for a living? He's a pipe fitter. He works at a shipyard. Mm-hmm. How tall are you? I'm five seven. Dress size? I'm a size four to six. Mm-hmm. So if I'm if I'm hearing you correctly, you were with a previously high value man who was fifteen years older than you. Yes. And you kind of ruined that relationship, ran in the ditch. He suggested therapy, mm-hmm. um, and you came in saying you wouldn't have got therapy, but and also in that course of time, you just you you've moved on, and you got married to a man who's twenty five years older than you. Yes, who's a pipe um, And the reason you want to um, break your covenant with God uh, and wreck your home of the pipe fitter guy is because the previous guy was higher value, meaning he earns more money? Yeah, and his social status, how he looks. Um, what state I do you live like in? Virginia. Or which part? DMV? Um, yeah, yeah, you could say. Hold on just a second. So, you live in Virginia, and what does the first guy do for a living? What does the first guy do for a living, the higher status He's like IT, some cyber Mm -hmm. security, and he has his own business. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I want you to ask yourself a question. What does it say about it? What do you think it would say to that man about a woman who willingly got married to an older man mm-hmm. and she was willing to leave her husband for the shot at getting back with him. What do you think that would say to him? 
that she's determined and she knows what she wants. Hmm. Well, hmm. it'd be willing to give up something to get, I feel like something greater. Mm -hmm. And I honestly know that being with my husband now, it was to say, yeah, I'm still a decent woman and, you know, men do want me, but I wanted to pick the right one that's you know, able to do something for me. And I always wanted older men because mm -hmm. of that feeling. So if we, that. if we switch this situation and it was a man who were ruined this situation with a with a woman uh, and he decided to get the therapy that he needed and get married to another woman but then he would be willing to leave his current wife to get back with the previous woman what would the world say about that man he it would say that this woman he got back with is the one he always wanted she belongs and to the streets i just felt like he not even being ready i'm just glad he told me how and old are you again ma'am i'm 27. um are you from this country yes you have any siblings yes how many I have three and I'm the youngest. Mm -hmm. uh, any sisters? Yes, one sister. Uh, is she married? Yes. What did she say about it? I, I, well, I don't talk to my sister. What did so. your father say about it? My father, he was against me marrying him. No, no, what did your father say about you talking about leaving your husband to go back to your ex-boyfriend? Uh, well, he said that my husband gave me a home and that, you know, a young man won't do that. And I should appreciate that because he he gave me a home and he bought me a home. Well, I'm going to go ahead and be honest with you, ma'am. I've heard some pretty interesting things in a year and a half of doing this show. But, um. You probably have to be probably the, probably the worst woman I've ever spoken to. What? Wow. Yeah. I've heard a woman that actually was going to leave her, but at least she waited for her husband to be in remission before she left him. I was hoping you were trolling, but the more you talk, the more realistic you are. So I honestly hope whoever knows this woman's husband Make sure he watches this video. Modern women, ladies and gentlemen. Modern women. You heard it. You heard it all. And you wonder why men are hesitant, apprehensive, outright just saying to hell with it.
I'll make you famous. You heard it. Hi. How would a woman like me get back with my high-value ex? You know, and million plus, 1.2 million subscribers, and you call into the show. How can I get back with my boyfriend? But in order to do that, I'd have to do, I'd have to divorce my older husband, who's married me and provided for me. But he's just a pipe fitter. The other guy is younger in a better socioeconomic position, and he looks better. How would that look if it would flip the genders? Well, they would say that that, that man knows what he wants. I think there's a, um, let's do this real quick. Um, let's do this real quick, because it's something I actually posted. Um, on Instagram, and I think this is a good time to kind of pull this up right now, because oftentimes people tell me, you're so harsh on the women, and the women this, and the women that, and they don't deserve this kind of treatment, and, you know, and I, I'm always talking about how I'm such a staunch advocate for men, um, yeah, but I'm often told how bad I am, how bad I am. So, yeah, 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 let, let's go ahead and uh, do this real quick, though. Yeah, you guys heard all that, right? Sociopath. A person or a personality disorder manifesting yourself in extreme antisocial attitudes or behavior or lack of conscience. The antisocial personality disorder, called ASPD. Description, a mental health disorder characterized by disregard for other people. Those with antisocial personality disorder may begin to show symptoms in childhood, but the condition can't be diagnosed until adolescence or adulthood. I posted that on Instagram, oh, about a week ago. And I said, the interwebs has been graced with a higher rate of madness as of late. Let me just leave this right here. Now, while I may not be a medical or clinical professional, I do study the human brain, sociology, psychology. I'm fascinated with how minds work. Um, I stay in my lane, but I do think we're seeing a rise in psychopathy. Um, I mean, soci sociopathy, not psychopathy, not psychopath, sociopath, uh, and then narcissism. Uh, I'll leave that to the professionals. Um, but you could see the low affect there, the complete lack of empathy. Uh, I don't think that she, and honestly, I don't think that she even registers what was wrong. She was, and I will tell you honestly, from my standpoint, People like her often come to places like this and they kind of gauge your response and the appropriateness of their response based upon you. That's why a lot of you guys are probably in the chat room like, oh my God, he's about to do it. I'm like, no, I'm just going to, I'm going to give her nothing to react to. Give her nothing to react to. So her, so her, uh, her personality 
She wouldn't have any way to mirror. Because if I'd have been like, oh my God, you're such and so forth. Then she, oh my God, no, I'm not horrible. But when I said, I think you're probably about the worst person I've dealt with, she just shut down. She had nothing to mirror. So don't act as, don't think that I don't know what I'm doing over here. I'm not just a guy in a suit. And I think it is extremely valuable for men and women to highlight some of the things that are actually floating around, some of the attitudes that are floating around out here in modern mating and dating. So maybe you ladies can start understanding just a bit some of the challenges that men are dealing with when it comes to trying to pick a mate. Juxtapose that with what Jada Pinkett Smith said on Red Table Talk when she was there with Will and you saw a man's heart breaking on camera when she said what she had was an, a freaking entanglement. Shout out to Dr. B.O.A. I love some of his breakdowns of this stuff. And I'm probably going to respond to some of his stuff at the end of the day, man. Ladies. Modern women in a nutshell. Sociopathy. Wow. Just wow. Hi. Forget you, sir. You don't deserve anything. You, I just want the guy because he has more money. I mean, shit, who wouldn't? Well, right about it. Radio, lady. Radio. Hi, Deborah. You ready? Oh, you're moving all around. Yeah, uh, I, I'm serious. If anybody knows that man, yeah, I need to make sure he sees that video. And you need to look if she starts taking out policies and things like that on you. Life insurance policies, yeah, that that's 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 some shit right there, man. Hello. Hi. 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 How you doing? How old are you? I am fifty. All right, what do you got for me on the topic? Well, I actually just joined, so I didn't know what you were actually talking about tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no. You got to know what we're talking about. Too heavy right now just to be joining in. No, no, no. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Come back on another day. This is not a good day to do that, uh, ma'am. <laughs> hey, I got no, I didn't. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, yeah, my. All right, so let me explain something to you. There is a certain de degree of this show that is entertainment. I'm a witty guy. Uh, but there's also education, there's also information. My ultimate goal is to try to help get like minded people together. But here's the ultimate goal here's what I truly think we're all broken. We're all flawed. We're all jacked up. The trick question is, does your crazy match my crazy? Or does your crazy make my crazy go nuts? My opinion for people over age of 23 
is you're going to get with somebody who has damage. You have damage, but can you have enough grace and mercy and be each other's shelter, security, and peace? Can you, can these two people come together and be something for one another and cobble together and, and, and choose every day you choose. See, I'm not going to be, I'm not a fool. 52 years old. I know any relationship I choose to be in, I'm not going to be a woman's first choice at 52. Unless she's, it's, it's almost impossible. Just the numbers. And that's okay. Because I'm not trying to date a woman who's 19. No offense to the dudes that want to do that too young for me. I'm a realist. I'm not a nihilist, but I'm very pragmatic. Think of the architect and the matrix. There are certain levels of survival we are prepared to tolerate. That's what I honestly believe in relationships. I do honestly believe that it will come down to negotiation. Now, I realize that most people don't want to deal with that because it's not romantic. Ma'am, you need to understand as a woman, does the test pass? Can you look him in the eye? Can you look him in the face and have sex with him? And if that can be done, everything else can be worked out. But if you're looking for somebody who's going to make you tingle, make this, so far, blah, 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 <laughs> that was a guy that imprinted on you. And guys, stop trying to be, stop trying to be Tupac to Jada. Stop trying. Leave your cape in the dry cleaner. If you've ever been in a dominant position over a woman, if you've ever been, if you've ever been her alpha, you know the difference. But we as men cannot give up a dominant position. Better to be alone than in a, than I'm going to use some very binary language right here because it fits. But I want you to understand this is a very segmented conversation. As a man, we need to maintain masculine frame, attraction, and dominance. And this is when it's so important to have your group of male friends because the way the society is, it is because men want to protect and provide and care for women. That's the way we've evolved. It is easy in today's society to over calibrate this is why you need your guy friends to pull you back saying oh man you're doing too much you're doing this you're doing that keep your frame up such and so forth this is why it's important to have some distance between your woman because like it or not we were not all raised in the world with my grandfather and my great-grandfather hell my father's generation but human beings are still evolutionarily who we are and in order to have a relationship that is going to last, you're going to have to make sure you don't end up being in a weakened position because it is, I keep going back to Will and Jada and I'm like, when you popped in the head with the newspaper, you should have stayed popping in the head with, well, no, I don't want to say that because that's going to get misinterpreted. He popped in the head with the newspaper because she was disrespecting him. Like she, he did it to get her attention. But somewhere along the way, man, he lost his frame with her. And I think re realistically, he chose to try to go behind Tupac. You can't, you, 
you can't when you when you this dude and that's that dude and then after he passed I truly hope that she can get to a place here's the thing with Will and Jada they got a different situation I will say this personally I'm tired of seeing her disrespect a black man that's what I'm tired of I don't care what they do in their house honestly I'm tired of seeing her disrespect that's why another thing I'm tired of seeing black men accept disrespect from from women and normalizing it makes us all look some some kind of way. I think we all need a litmus test. Just because she's yours and says that no, there's some stuff that needs to be kept behind. Keep, keep some of this shit offline, man. Why is this important? Because once we all decide to do whatever we're going to do, pick whatever, uh, and when we discuss Will and Jada, we're going to discuss it all. High-value men, exercising options, open relationships. We're going to get there Wednesday. Um, y'all, a lot of women may not like Wednesday's program. But understand, I'm coming at this from a men's advocacy standpoint. Women are best when they have to be on their toes and compete. One of the worst things we can do for our women is let them get too comfortable. I've been there. It's not a good place. And the women aren't even happy there. Honestly, when you're in a position to where you're keeping women on their toes, they are far more happy. So, is this woman calling back again? Girl, please, I'm not going to put you back on here. I hung up on you for a reason. No, no, no. You can make a response video. Nope. Ma'am, I'm not I'm not cool with what you just said, man. You can't undo what you just did. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. And I want to be clear. Rarely do I just, I don't just say anything. But the, if you go back to May or June of last year, I had a woman, actually that clip went viral. Uh, This woman who said I became, you know, she, she divorced her husband who married her at like 18 or 19. And she divorced a man who had just finished chemotherapy and cancer. And out here talking about looking for another high value man in New York. And it was like five foot four, 200 pounds or something crazy like that. But Jesus, at least he, at least he got into remission. Wasn't cured, but in remission, ma'am, you actually be called into an online show talking about leaving your current husband for a man you ain't talked to in a year. I know I can't I understand that's horrible okay ladies I'm gonna you know what I'm a a fair man I'm a fair man I'm gonna ask the women and I truly want to hear from the ladies to the women in the chat room do you think I was um Do you think that was 
over, I don't want to say over the top. That's too easy. Do you think what, ladies, do you think she was good or bad for, was she right or wrong, ladies? In my response, do you think I was right or wrong for what I said, good or bad? Ladies, what do you think? <clears throat> I'm looking for the ladies' responses. She said I was wrong. Huh, why? I want to know why I was wrong. Don't just say, this woman says I was wrong. Look at this. This woman, this woman right here says I was wrong. Now I want you, I want you guys to understand something. I want you guys to understand the women who say I was wrong about a woman calling into a show to ask how to go leave her husband for her previous man. No, she was wrong. Okay. All right. Let me back out of this. Hold on. Let me back out of this. Because we have we have the women we have. There are going to be women who, who thinks that what she did was okay. But there was nothing wrong with it. Did You got to go for what you want. And see... I don't agree with it, but I'm going to tell you that I heard a lot of this when I heard some of the stuff I heard in the church regarding prosperity. I was sitting there watching people being told you got to do what's best for you at all times because you only got one life. And if that's the truth, if that's the truth, that you got to do what's best for you because you only got one life, then you got to understand from a man's standpoint, ladies, that means we can never, ever trust you. And if that's how you want it, men can never trust you, then you got to accept the limitations that come along with that. Now, see, conversely, when I say a man needs to put himself first, his purpose, put his purpose first, himself, his per, himself first, his purpose second, you a distant third. That's because that's the best outcome for him and everybody associated with him. We are not the same. When women put themselves first, they put themselves ahead of men. And if you want to put yourself ahead of men, you got to outperform us. You're our support system. We're not your support system. We, we provide for you. We support you, but you're our support system. But one of the most troubling situations today is so many women are putting themselves first, their career, themselves, their careers and so forth, and everything above relationship. And that's fine until you start breaking down. And we got to finish having that conversation because I think that last conversation is probably going to be a godsend because they're going to be women who won't say what they really think because of social pressure, but think that she was, yeah, she shouldn't be happy. You should go for what you want. If that's what you really think, ladies, I don't, I don't know if you want to see that world. I don't know if you ladies want to see that world because if men start moving in that kind of selfish way, Anywho, all right, guys, show ran a little bit long. This was good. This is cold. Thank you. Wednesday, we back. 
on Will and Jada. Friday, we're going to try to end it with how to help the women who want to get a different outcome. You ladies are going to have to, it's cuffing season. That's what we're going into. How to get, how to make this the last September or it'll be October by that time. How to make this the last single cuffing season. But I want the women who want to be with the men because they like men and want to actually have a good outcome for men. Not just so a man can take care of you. And No, nah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. French toast that. So, you know how we do it. You know how we do. Shout out to the CIA. One love to the FBI. Till the next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. We are gone. Bless you, MTR.